Hey guys, this is Table 4. This is our 10th episode on the podcast, Talking with an RN. Take it now. Hi, guys. This is Stephanie. This is Andre. This is Adrian. And this is Table for Four. So today, again, we're going to be focusing on talks with an RN, as mentioned, uh, Stephanie mentioned before. Uh, again, the month of March, as um, it's a milestone of one year after COVID yes. has affected uh, New York City, and um, we've been we've had the opportunity and the pleasure to speaking with other essential workers that have continued to work during the whole entire time during that pandemic. Yeah. Um, the special guest that we have today is uh, has been an RN since 2006 uh, and has been working with the maternity ward and the postpartum unit for the past 15 years. Uh, she's been married uh, since 2005, so it's a long time. <laughs> and she has three great boys, ages four, seven, and 10. Uh, she has definitely helped me and given me an advice and giving me guidance in, in terms of what schools to go to as you currently know that I am going to nursing school right now. So she's helped me, you know, kind of guide me and say and give me advice and try to, you know, steer away from all the things that can come around with going with nursing school. And, uh, and it's been a real help on that aspect. Um, we've went on a couple of vacations yes. way before the kids. So those are some fun times <laughs> as well. And um, I was finally able to convince her to go camping with us and, she has to admit she has to have a good time. Yeah, she did. So I want to introduce uh, Carla. Carla, are you there? Hi. Hey, Carla. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? We're doing good. We're doing good. Um, I want to thank you again for participating with us on this podcast today. I mean, again, talking with you and finding out a little bit of your perspective, I think is so important. And um, I want to thank you for your work thank and, you for your and thank you for your services and continuing, you know, with your services. But again, this is a great opportunity for us to get a little bit, you know, to learn a little bit more about you and how you were able to work and cope during this time of the pandemic. But thank you again for participating with us today. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Thank you. No problem. So I guess the first thing we want to talk about is just focusing on mental health. Um, during the whole time of the pandemic, I know a lot of people struggle with mental health. How did you um, deal with like your own mental health? Like, how did you deal with that in that sense? Basically, I just tried to stay positive. Um, you know, it was a very scary time for everyone. I can only imagine. Um, but it, it it was definitely harder for me, I feel, just because you were in the hospital, in the room with COVID. So it's definitely a little different than other essential workers. Um, but overall, I just try and stay positive. You know, at the end of the day, just try and stay alive, basically, and not bring anything home to my family. That was like the main focus. No, absolutely. And I think like when it comes to how, that fear, that fear is something that you just doesn't go away. I think that the fear is still existing, obviously, because we don't know when and when COVID started or when is it going right. to stop. But it's always something that's always in the back of my mind, like when working in a clinic, I'm like, I don't want to bring anything home, but you know, that's just something, those are the risks of being on RN. 
that's just how it is. Right. That's just right. Frontline. Frontline. So you know, and I I want to know like, are you, how are you feeling? Like, are you okay? Are you better than where you won uh, a one ago? a year ago? Are you doing much better? I'm definitely doing better. At one point, I did uh got my share of you know my emotions being upside down. Um, I ended up having palpitations for a good six months. I even had to see a cardiologist and had you know couple of exams done. Um, I've learned to, you know, be able to relax and calm myself down. Um, I manage my anxiety of just being in, you know, in the hospital, basically. Um, so I just take, take deep breaths. I try to have a positive mind and just sort of, you know, bring myself down to a area where I can feel calm and not let myself be in that position because eventually that would just make my health even worse. So um, it's been a while now that I haven't had the palpitation. So I've, I've definitely managed the anxiety um, my own way without medications or anything like that. Um, but it was, it was definitely hard at the beginning. It was just, everything was new to everyone. Everyone was just trying to stay alive, you know, just the fear of catching something. And I guess bringing it home was like the worst, uh. you know? I, I could tell you about it. Ah, yeah. Like I used to come home and just change in front of the door before I came in. It, it, it was crazy. She like, don't come in before we take off everything. Throw it right to the laundry, throw it right in the washer, and then go take a shower. Yeah. I think everyone went through all of that. You know, all those stages, spraying everything and cleaning and coroxing and, everything and wiping everything down and things like that. Um, but I think Adrian Definitely. has a question. Yes, I have a question. Um, Miss Carla. What did you do for fun during the pandemic? Uh, for fun, actually, you know, we played a lot of uh, board games at home, mostly loterias, you know, Mexican loteria with family. That sort of kept us, you know, with peace and mind and, um, you know, everyone being home except for myself, my husband for the first two to three months. Um, it was difficult. You know, everyone was on top of each other. Right. <laughs> um, There's a lot of you. you know, Three boys, my in-laws, my sister-in-law, the uncle. So, yeah, it was definitely a lot of people. Um, but, you know, we try and keep a little active, you know, um, just watching TV, watching movies. Like I said, we played um, a lot of the Loteria. Um, and we a little bit of uh, gamblers here, so everyone can <laughs> play for money. So, so, Go buy some scratch offs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and then this this other game that they the, the kids like to play. It's called Left Right Center. It's like a dice game. Okay. So we definitely kept you know a little active during the pandemic. You know, after dinner, clean up time, and then just one or two hours of fun. It was it was good puzzles and. Um, my sister-in-law did a lot of painting with them and crafts. So it was good. Yeah, I find myself doing crafts with them and they were like disaster projects because some of them did not come out great. I don't know if you <laughs> want to talk about the crayon experience. We oh, the crayon experience. <laughs> we so, were trying to glue yeah, crayons. So she, she saw this thing on YouTube where where you, you you glue a whole bunch of crayons on the board. Don't even get me started. Right? <laughs> you glue a bunch of crayons on the board, right, Carla? And then you glue it and then you get a heat gun. And then you, you before that, you draw like a skyline. And then when you melt the crayon, it's supposed to like go over the line. It's supposed to like mimic the skyline. 
it looked like just wet paint, like extra wet paint. It wasn't even, it wasn't even the skyline. It was like the worst thing. I think she heated it too long. It, it completely melted. But those are the things you laugh about because I, when H, we we sat down and we sorted through so many crayons and it was just it, like we were trying to figure out how to do this. I was like, oh, it'll, it'll work out. And it was like a complete disaster. Nope. <laughs> we but tried so what? hard. It was what? It was what? We tried so hard. It was not working. Like, like you had to like <laughs> unpeel the crayons. We had to separate them. We had to break them in half. We had to draw the skyline. We had to get paper. We had to get all of this stuff just for it to fail. <laughs> it was an epic fail. But I fe- I found like we we found ourselves doing um, board games as well. Like we did um, the Monopoly uh, with um, Mario. Is that the yeah, one? Yeah, Mario Monopoly. And what was the other one? I know, but um, I think it was either... Um, wasn't it? I think it was... Um, what was, you- was it Scratch? No, no. Uh, um, sorry. Sorry. Like, oh. The regular board games that we grew up playing. And then the other one was, oh, what do you meme? What do you meme? What do you mean? Oh, it's yeah. like you have to figure out what does the what are the the captions for a certain memes. And then there was another game that we what was the other game that we played? Connect was it, Four. Was it high? Connect Four. Uno. A bust your button. A bust your button. Uno. A lot of video games. A lot of video games. And we got something new yeah. going on. We got a podcast. Yay! <laughs> but um i mean when you think about keeping yourself busy and and you know bringing family life home um it's always different for everybody else definitely um stefan did you have a question what was the hardest thing for you um i feel the hardest thing for me was uh after 15 years of being in my unit which is postpartum having to float to a regular med search unit where you lose your skills. Um, it's a whole different ball game. Um, you know, you ended up getting thrown a patient on a ventilator, which I am definitely not an ICU nurse. So I don't know settings. I don't know medications. And literally you were given, a, you know, a certain amount of patients and, you know, just trying to keep them alive. And when you're out of your comfort zone, you you're very afraid of, messing up of doing something wrong of not being able to do your job the right way because not that you just don't know how to do it but you out of your scope for such a long time that you can make a mistake and and it's very scary um but fortunately you know i only had to do it twice but even just those two times that i ended up going to a different unit it was a lot that's scary having to walk through those yeah, having to walk through those hallways and just like, you know, you were like two, three rooms away and you can hear the patients gasping for air. It was such a hard time. Like, you know, it was very difficult. And I and I think just, you know, the overhead speaker of the, you know, condition uh, C and, you know, the respirators being um uh, called, you know, respiratory, um, code blue, all of that. Uh, you know, was what targeted my my anxiety and my fear. And that's when I began having the palpitations. But it's gone definitely better. Like I said, I've learned to deal with it and I've learned to manage it by, you know, just deep breathing um, and just thinking positively and eventually hoping that, you know, we will go back to normal one day. Hopefully, that's always the hope. Um, Adrian, you have a question? Yes. 
What was your least favorite part of living in the pandemic? Um, I feel just feeling that you couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The social, the social <laughs> yeah. aspect of it. Yeah. yeah, I feel the first two to three months, we really stay within our home. We really didn't visit no one. No one came to our home. It was just um, us in the house, you know. Uh, fortunately, we do have an extended family living in the home. You know, we have my in-laws, my sister-in-law, my husband's uncle. Uh, I have my bro- my two brothers, my dad living with us. So it's, it's what, a total of 12 of us. So for many families, it's just three people or four people. But with us, it was a lot of us. So we kept busy, you know. It, it didn't feel like we were alone. Because it's so many of us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in that sense, you know, we were able to stay positive. But definitely the three, three first months of the pandemic, we were just literally going out to work and coming back. Um, so just, you know, not being able to socialize with others. It was hard. But uh, we managed to, you know, to stay safe throughout an entire year. Thankfully, you know, we none of us in our home got sick from COVID. Really? God. No one. Wow. That's amazing. No one. That's amazing. And that's funny because like, like uh, when, I, when I started to get sick, I saw Zuli in Penn Station. Mm-hmm. And, and that was the weekend before I got sick. She was on my train. It's crazy because it's actually one year today marked when he was in the hospital. He was in the hospital for one day for for like a day and a half. And a funny story about that is that that at that time we we had a fight. And I I don't think I I ever told anybody this story. Um, We had a fight the day before. And it was literally you would it, it was the silliest thing. But it made me think back now. The fight that we had was that we received a letter in the mail from, from I think, from bank. Capital One or some from, some from bank. I think it was Capital Chase, One, Capital, Capital One or Chase, right? So the letter stated that there was somebody that had contact with, with COVID and that they are closing down the branch. So in my head, no. I asked, were you at the branch? Right. So, so, so the letter pretty much stated that because during that time frame, that employee got sick. Uh, I guess they got the manifest of all the persons that were using ATM around that time for depositing money and stuff. So we got a letter saying that that because this this is the time period that you were there, uh, just be mindful that this person got sick and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But but they're not blaming me for it, but they're they're just letting people know that one of our one of our employees got sick. Got sick. And just to be contact careful. Tracing. Yeah, contact tracing. And so she flipped out on me. But I meanwhile, this out. is like I flipped out. This was like a month ago I deposited money. I'm like, babe. <laughs> and she's like flipping out, having I, anxiety, panic attack. I was and I'm like, like, oh my God, did you go to this place? And I'm like, I don't remember. We were fight we fought the whole time. And the next day this guy goes to the hospital. Do you know how bad I felt that we had a fight? And he next day he went to the hospital. God forbid something happened. I would have felt. I, I felt terrible, terrible. She and, feels terrible. At that time, you what do you mean? I should feel terrible. <laughs> what was that? I said at that time you 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 didn't know what could, what was the worst that could happen. I didn't you know? know. I didn't know. Yeah. And so for for my anxiety took over. I'm yelling and I'm screaming. How dare you? And how come? And it wasn't even. It wasn't even what it was. And it was so yeah. it was so crazy that the next day he went to the hospital and I felt so bad. 
And he went to the like he was angry when he went to the hospital. All, all I did was deposit a check. I didn't have no cash handling or anything. Like he didn't even have contact with that. Now that now that we know we further investigated. But it was just like that story made me think back of like how lucky and how grateful that everything worked out because not a lot of people had that same luck. There were people that they yeah. that their family members that they thought that they were fine and then they thought that they'd be okay and then a lot of people didn't recover. And that was the reality yes. of it. So that was that was in the back of my mind because it was already the 29th, right? It's already two weeks. People are dying already. Oh, we got to flatten the curve. We got to flatten the curve and the COVID is around and this and this. And now everything is, is going up and up and up and up. So I freaked out. I got upset. And it was just, it was just like that time thinking back. I'm like, God forbid something happened. It would have been something else. How are the boys coping with life? Well, the boys were a little happy. They didn't have to get up early to go to school. So <laughs> <laughs> I think that was everybody. 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 These kids didn't want to get up. Yeah, they didn't have to go to sleep early. Like I let them go, you know, to sleep a little later than usual. Um, the, you know, the ending of their school year of last year, really everything was new. So they didn't really have to be online live on a daily basis. They were given assignments and every assignment was due at the end of the day or at the end of the week. You know, um, so as long as they did what they had to do, what they were supposed to do, you know, they got credit for. So they could have done it, you know, in the morning, in the afternoon or at night. So it wasn't something like they had to go to sleep at bed by nine or 10 or they had to wake up early in the morning. So that they liked. They, they, they had no trouble with, you know, going virtual at the beginning. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they were they were fine about it. Um, and you know, other than just literally not seeing their friends on a daily basis was a little hard. Um, but again, we try and keep it, you know, as much as normal as possible by, you know, just, you know, like I said, doing some board games, just, you know, spending time with them. Uh, I would take them on bike rides around the neighborhood uh, the first month was the hardest because they didn't really want to wear the mask. Mm. And they got stuck in the front yard or the backyard. And eventually they they were like, but we want to go on a bike ride. And I'm like, okay, so you got to wear a mask because we don't know if someone right. just walked, you know, five minutes before us and it's coughing and, you know, or anything. You know, it was so new that you were scared for them more than yourself. So, um, yeah, absolutely. They, they, they adapted quickly with the mask and once they had on the mask, we were out and about. So it was it was easier. I think the first month was the hardest. And after that, it just became easier for them to just, you know, with the mask, you know. Yeah, our kids, so, they, they stayed home the whole time and and just to, it's like you have to reintroduce them to the wild. You know, like they go out all the time and now they're, 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 they were homebodies. They were here doing homeschool. They, we really didn't go to the, like go out or anything. So for them, it took them a long time just to go outside. It took them like four or five yeah, months. Yeah, I would like, say almost like springtime. It was um, if I would like if summertime. I was to say our first outing was like the end of May. So March, April, May, like the end of May was like the first time I was able to convince them to come outside. And that, I guess that was me oh, too. Wow. 
Yeah, it was like me too because I didn't really like, uh, you couldn't see me outside. <laughs> Just COVID was okay. everywhere. Yeah, you couldn't see me outside. Like going to the supermarket, like when... No, when I went uh, to the supermarket. Yeah, when Andres went to the supermarket, he went because they, they allowed essential workers to go in a little bit early. So he had, you know, they had the advantage oh, to, Costco, to yeah. Costco's, Costco's and stuff BJ's. like that. BJ's and stuff well, like not, that. Not so much BJ's, but Costco. Costco, if, if you show like your nursing ID or hospital ID, like me, I show my, my state ID. Like I was able to skip the line. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, BJ's was doing that too. Oh, they were. Oh, nice, nice. Because I know BJ's yeah. did it like Sundays only, something like that. But Costco did it like every day. So I just show my pass in the front, yeah. and, I, and I just skip everybody. And I feel so bad because I'm like everybody's waiting hours to get in, and, yeah. and here I am just walking right through. I didn't feel bad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's all about the deals. It was all about the deals. Yes, Adrian, you have a question. So I have a question about um when we first walked outside um what exactly made you want to go outside again? We didn't want you in the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get your butt out. You need again. to get out and and move your legs. Being in the house all the time is not good, and it, and right. it's still till this day it's still hard to get you guys outside. But uh, you know. Remember but, what happened last year? You learned how to ride a bike. That's true. That's true. But the bike's up in the attic. Yeah, I can't I do it. No, we'll bring it down. No, we'll bring it down. We'll bring it down. It's time. Yeah, so he learned how to ride a bike. You know, like he knew he had the training wheels, but then last year was the first time he started doing it without nice. the wheels. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he got it. It was so it was so good <laughs> watching him doing when it. We went to my uncle's house. We went down the ramp. It was so fast. Oh, when you went down the ramp, right, 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 right. I almost fell though. Yeah, I fell, you I, fell, I fell once, but everything else was like. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Just like life, you fall down, you got to get back up. It's how, it's matter how you get up. That's it. Falling off a cliff will make a difference. No, we're not talking about falling off a cliff. Can't no, get but from again, like being able to go outside and, and finding the joy to being yeah. outside, it's hard. It was hard in the beginning, you know, just trying to figure out how do I, how do I man navigate, navigate in this world? Like everything is so different now, you know, but um, I just want to go back and talk about, you know, like work life and the work situation for you like did did you know you as the staff did you guys have support you know during that time you i know that when we spoke you said hearing the the code blues and hearing the bells and it was like a constant reminder of you know everything that's going on but did the staff have you know help or did they have anybody that they could talk to that they have the support so that they can go and continue working you know those during those times I feel at the beginning, like the peak of the pandemic, you, we felt like we didn't. Um, like I said, we were being thrown into these units and we had no choice. You know, we would voice out that we didn't feel safe. We didn't feel comfortable doing it, but we had no choice. We had to get up and go. You wow. know, or you can do it, uh, do a process of assignment saying that you feel that you are out of your scope of practice and then just hoping that you came back and everyone was fine. Um, so in that sense, I feel you. we weren't um, being supported by management. But they, then again, you know, with the pandemic, um, you know, they they were short staff. A lot of a lot of staff got sick with COVID. So, you know, you, they, they had to cover the units. I mean, I understand that part as well. Um, they did... Um, support us mentally uh they did have like a website that we can join and talk to someone um okay uh if we had you know mental issues if we had you know anxiety and all that stuff so in that sense yes we got you know the access 
um, and the to, resources, to seek yeah. help. Yeah, just the resources, yes, to, just to talk to somebody. Work, yeah, because yeah. a lot, a lot of that pressure. I mean, it just boils down to this is something new. Uh, this is something new for everybody. So I can't even imagine like on top of the work that you did have to do on top of dealing with all the other fears that came along with, with COVID, you know? So I, I commend you for just being able to do that and, and to be able to still do that, being a mom to three coming home after a long day to the husband, to the husband <laughs> doing everything in the house. Okay. And, and doing everything else on top of that. Like I, I, I can't yeah. even, I can't even, I mean, I can imagine it to some extent cause I've, I've been there, but you know, it's, it, it must've been so hard for you in the beginning and a year later um, to see the trend. Cause you said that it's gotten better and I hope that it does continue to get better. You know, that's always my hope. Um, but did you have any big plans, um, you know, that were canceled in 2020? Like, did you have any other plans? Any trips? Any trips? Anything? Well, fortunately for us, we had just came back from vacation two weeks prior to shutdown. So oh, our- that's right. Oh, that's crazy. Yes. And yes, we, but so, we we went... Same thing. We went to Denver. Yeah, yeah we went right. to Denver. <laughs> it was like three weeks before they shut down. And I think... Correct, because th- we, we couldn't... We couldn't join you guys. Right, right, right. Even like a week after to Guatemala. So that's why, you know, we, we didn't join you guys. But um, yeah, we did Ian right before we left. And then we went two weeks to Guatemala. I believe we came back like March 5th. Oh, yeah. Um, and then two weeks later, that's when the shutdown happened. So um, we we tend to do one trip a year, sometimes two, depending Um, we always do mostly February, March because of my husband's job, you know, him being a landscaper, uh, we have to take advantage of traveling in the winter months. Yeah. The downtime. The downtime. Yeah. 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 And spring break. Well, not so much spring break because spring break is usually in April, but winter break, winter break. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forget. I forget. I forget. Yes. So fortunately for us, because of, of our plans always being in, you know, in the winter months, we had just had our, you know, 2020 vacation. So that wasn't interrupted. Uh, but obviously, you know, the rest of the things that we would have done, like camping. I, I know you guys still went camping, but I didn't feel secure to do that. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. didn't join you guys for that. Um, or, you know, we go to, um, you know, all these water parks. So all those things that we would have done in the summertime. Yeah. I really didn't feel safe to do, but that was just on my part, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So those were the only things that we didn't do. But I mean, you know, we did the sprinklers in the backyard, you know, we bought them like a little slido for the water. So it's not like they were, you know, isolated and inside the home throughout the whole pandemic. We did go out. Um, but I feel, you know, we, we, we didn't really have that many restrictions other than, you know, not traveling outside of the States or, you know, into like a water park or anything like that. But we did have a couple of barbecues. We stayed within the same group of people throughout the pandemic. We sort of wanted to just stick to that same group and not come out of it so that we would expose ourselves 
ourselves less, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So we stay within like four or five families and that's basically, um, you know, who we, who we hung out with throughout the, throughout the summer of 2020. And, mm-hmm. you know, it worked out for us. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically everything we did was mostly outside. Um, so we, it worked, it worked because none of us got sick. So Thank I'm God. just thankful for that. Do you still feel that way? Do you still feel like you can't hang out with certain people or you feel like you've, you've kind of, you know, able to explore a little bit and hang out with other people? Do you feel like, I feel now, now it's a little bit better. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm more open to hang out with others. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still not open to like, I know my uncle went to Kalahari couple of weeks ago i still don't feel safe especially being indoors right and just not wearing masks around you know the pool area that i don't feel safe yet mm-hmm. you know as long as it's an outside activity outdoors in the open i feel a little bit better you know definitely so. definitely and i know i think a lot of people still have that anxiety um just you know being out in big groups and things like that. I know that when we traveled, um, we always had our mask on. Yeah. We always try to be, you know, mindful of, you know, what can happen or what could happen. But it's always um, being able to live your life. I know it's just one way. Right. It's hard. It's, it's hard, hard to make a decision like that. You know, we went we went to Disney in November and we were like, you know what? Screw it. We're going. You know what? Uh, we'll take all the precautions we need. We'll get tested before. We'll get tested before when we come back. You know, we were like... But then Disney was on top of it. Oh yeah! Kudos to them. But everywhere you went, put up your know, pick up your mask, put it over your nose. You know, like they it, had you can't st- walk and drink. They want you to like you stand stay, to the side, stand to like stand designated areas and drink. You know, like they were on top of everything. <laughs> the security like, every, was everything wild. Was, everything was contactless. With your wristband, you just pay. You didn't. You know, like, yeah. like nobody was touching you. Nobody was Nothing. serving you food. You pick your own utensils. You pick up your own food. It was and the, everything was done through the phone. You order your stuff on the was phone. Done you pick it up and you go back phone. upstairs. Crazy, hotel, nice. everything, contactless. Yeah, so it, it was good. Disney was good. Yeah, they, they were on top of that. we we Universal, have, not so much. Not so much. <laughs> Universal was like a free fall. <laughs> you know, yeah, they, they said mass required, but then. Everywhere you went, people just like with the mask under their chin, under their nose, and, and I was like, just like, oh god. And then, and then uh, Disney, they wanted to for you to wear the mask on the ride. Yeah, even on the oh, ride. Okay. Universal, yeah. no, Universal, you could take it off during the ride and then put it back on when you come back. Right, but they had a space in between the, st- the yeah, seats yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. But Disney, like, was th- there was an article that came out like when Disney uh, was taking photos of people with their mask off. They were like, <laughs> go yeah. to the people and yeah, go grab them. Yeah, they were literally on top of you. Like, if 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 the ride took a picture of you without your mask, they will literally hunt you in the park. <laughs> they looking and for give you. you a warning. They give you a warning. They give you a warning. <laughs> and then when we were in uh, Epcot Center, was it Epcot Center? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a, a group of people without the mask, and we see the guy with the iPad. He came to our group and, and look at all our faces, look at the screen, look up. <laughs> Crazy. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm looking, he's like I'm, I'm looking, looking for somebody. I'm looking for people. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and and from that like, we knew that they were on top of it they were not know? playing any they weren't playing any games <laughs> no games cause Disney at the time when we went it was like right after the all-star basketball game so it, Disney was like it was called the bubble it was like the safest place in Florida <laughs> at that time wow. at that time yeah at that time oh uh, so Stefan did you have a question yes what was your question are you getting the vaccine um, I'm already vaccinated, actually. Nice. I got my first oh, nice. dose 
Okay. Yeah, I got my first dose end of December, and I got my second dose on Martin Luther King Day, actually. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. I yes. just got my so, first appointment, <laughs> so now I got to wait another two weeks. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I'm, yeah. I'm getting it through the school, so they were um they just sent me the email. I got off the wait list. Okay. Now I made the appointment, and I got to wait two weeks. <laughs> okay. So it's not well, too bad. Can't. You're getting closer. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting closer. But I think now um, I just got a text from uh, NYC.gov that now they're allowing 50 and older to get the vaccine. Yes. And now it's 30 and plus now. 30 and plus? 30 and plus. And I think they're starting April starting 1st. Starting when? Today? I think tomorrow. Tomorrow or April 1st okay. that they're allowing um, okay. New Yorkers 30 and plus to start so now, taking like, the vaccine. Is there a difference between the Moderna and Pfizer or it's just whatever's available? People just take it? Or is I, think what it, I think it's whatever is available. I know my aunt got Johnson & Johnson last week. And that was the one by, shot, right? The one shot? Yeah, that's the one shot. Mm. And that was somewhere in Brooklyn near her house. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So at this point, like, you know, the governor says, you know, you, you, you take whatever you can get at this point. Right. But um, what, like when thinking about, you know, getting the vaccine... Um, do you think that that's going to help alleviate a lot of fears? Is it going to help with the direction that everybody's going? Yeah, going peace, to con- some, some sort of peace of mind. Some, some sort of peace of mind and things moving my, forward. My personal beliefs is I, I, I'm vaccinated. You know, I'm up to date with all my shots. So it's uh, my three kids. I believe in, in vaccines. I believe that they have all come after a certain outbreak of viruses and they've been developed to prevent those outbreaks in the future and that's why now we don't see polio as much or we don't see you know rubella we don't see mumps and all that you know all those other diseases because we are vaccinating you know since you know you're you you, you're born um and the covid vaccine is just another one like any other vaccine they have been developed because of outbreaks um and that's why i chose to get vaccinated just to follow up with you with like a, a last question, um, what do you look forward in uh, 2021? What are you looking forward to? Uh, I'm looking forward to having more fun with my family. <laughs> uh, going out a lot more than last year. And basically, you know, being able to to have some normalcy. Um, I know a lot of people are now traveling and feel safer you know, because of the vaccine, I do feel that the vaccine has helped decrease the amount of uh, people getting COVID, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I feel we, we're going in the in the right direction at this point. Awesome. Awesome. But um, I want to thank you again for participating with us, Carla. You know, I I can't even fathom half the things that were being done, you know, in the hospital and you know, I'm grateful that you are, you still have a job because many didn't. I'm grateful that you had your family with you. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that we were able to talk to you because I can't even thank you enough for all the hard work you guys have done. And, you know, and you, we've been friends for so long and I'm, I'm so grateful for our friendship as well. I really appreciate you participating with us on the thank podcast you. today. Um, so uh, um, you. if you want to. Tell us where we can find us, um, Adrian. Don't forget to follow, like, and share on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Table Before. Listen and click on that follow button where you can get notifications 
on the newest podcast on all major podcasts, also known as Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker Radio, Radio Public, and you can follow us on iHeartRadio, Amazon, Audible, and YouTube at Table 44. Thank nice. you. Awesome. So I want to tell everybody thank you again for participating with us. I want you to say bye to Carla. Thank you, bye, thank you Carla, oh, for joining Jesus. us. Bye. Five people. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. See you during camping. Yes. Are you coming camping? You coming? You coming? She's still indecisive. Yeah. No. It's it's um it's a work schedule. So we're trying to figure out. I think I think it's Lenny's birthday also. Yeah. So we're trying to figure out. Julian's birthday. Yeah. No. Julian. Julian's birthday. No. Lenny's in October. Yeah. Lenny's October. Right. Right. I forget. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Five people. Five people logging off. <laughs> Thank you so much. We'll see you next time on the next episode. Bye, Carla. Have a good night. Okay. Five bye people bye. walking Thank Bye, Carla. Thank bye. you again. We'll see you during camping if you come. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Okay. Thanks.